Drive time on 91.3. Always on the cutting edge. Welcome back, 0829-913-913, that's the WhatsApp line. Please feel free to query and ask any questions. University of Cape Town is expected to commence phase one clinical trial of COVID-19 vaccine candidate HAD5 T-cell. The trial comes after approval from the South African Health Products Regulatory Authority. We now chat to second chair in the Department of Medicine at UCT, Professor Graham Manchis. Professor, good afternoon, thank you very much for joining us. Good afternoon, Abraham, and thanks for having me on your show. Pleasure. Uh, Professor, first, could you just uh, give us an outline of what this HAD5 T-cell means, please? Sure. So this is a novel vaccine candidate. It's a second-generation vaccine candidate. So we've been hearing about many vaccines that have come through uh, phase three trials and are now being used in vaccine programs across the world. But this is a new uh, vaccine candidate. It's a, it's a next generation. Um, and it has some important differences uh, to the vaccines that are currently being rolled out in vaccine programs. And I just want to highlight two of the differences. The one is that most of the vaccines that are now becoming available uh, contain uh, just one protein target. So one protein from the SARS-CoV-2 virus or the COVID virus, the spike protein, and they present that to the immune system and then you mount an immune response to the spike protein um, and that would then potentially protect you against uh, COVID infection. The difference with this vaccine is it contains two proteins from SARS-CoV-2, the spike protein plus the nucleocapsid protein. So that gives you a broader immune response. And the other different, the second difference that I want to highlight is that this has uh, a design element that uh, specifically enhances the T-cell response, which is a type of uh, immune cell, uh, to the COVID virus, and uh, in addition to giving you an antibody response. And the hope with this, this uh, next-generation vaccine candidate is, is that it will provide a broader immune response that's potentially more durable or longer-lived. One of the other very important differences with this candidate uh, and that gives us uh, hope that this will, will help to solve some of the problems that we're having with COVID is that the nucleocapsid, the second protein that's incorporated, is far less prone to mutations and giving rise to variants uh, than the spike protein. And so it's hoped that by containing, including the nucleocapsid, it will give a broader coverage and potentially protect against current variants and future variants might arise. Now, in relation to the, this trial, because what we have seen is that uh, currently there are other you know, vaccines that are being administered internationally. And uh, today we have seen Johnson & Johnson also rolling another vaccine in South Africa. Mm. In terms of this, this trial, what exactly are you looking for? Where, 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 yeah. Yes. So, so yeah, I really want to emphasize that the current vaccines that are becoming available, like the Johnson & Johnson, they are extremely effective at preventing severe COVID. Uh, they give very strong protection against severe COVID. So they prevent hospitalization from COVID. They prevent death from COVID. And so we, we have those vaccines and those will be rolled out and they will have a very substantial impact on the severe complications of COVID. But the vaccines that we have, there are some question marks over them and some potential gaps that need to be filled by second-generation vaccines. So some of those potential gaps are the coverage of the variants that we know, it, for, particularly for mild and moderate disease, they don't work as well against the variants. 
The other question, Mark, and we'll only answer this in the course of time, is how long the immune protection from these existing vaccines work, how durable they are. And so, you know, potentially we will need uh, additional vaccines to give longer-lasting immunity. And the other question is how effective the current vaccines are at preventing mild uh, COVID and preventing infection and transmission. Uh, So while they prevent severe COVID, uh, we're not sure how effectively they prevent infection and transmission and help to build up community transmission. And that's why, even though we have the current vaccines and they need to be rolled out and people need to get vaccinated in in order to reduce hospitalizations and deaths from COVID, we need to look for second-generation candidates like this one, and there are other candidates coming through, this is not the only one, that would help to solve some of the gaps and provide us with a solution that will help to really uh, provide broad, long-lasting community uh, immunity against COVID. So we can't, uh, even though the the vaccines that we currently have, like the Johnson & Johnson one, are a huge breakthrough, we know that there might be uh, deficiencies that need to be solved by next-generation vaccines. I should believe that uh, your your trial will be mostly based on this new variant, which is called the 501YV2. But in in terms of the evidence, is there anything that will suggest that uh, this will will reduce against the other variants that that, that are likely to emerge? And, and, you know, just to go back to what I said at the beginning, because this, um, this vaccine contains the nuclear capsid protein, that uh, then exposes it to the immune system and you develop an immune response to the nuclear capsid protein, that in nuclear capsid protein is far less uh, likely to develop mutations. It's it's far more conserved, is is the term we use, over time. And therefore, the responses to the nuclear capsid will, will be similar to the original virus and potential variants. Of course, you know, it's only by doing clinical studies and testing it in a clinical situation that we see that uh, that the uh, that what we uh, observe in the laboratory uh, d- translates into clinical effect. So that's why we need to do studies like this. And I just want to emphasize that this is an early phase study. It's a phase one study, a small study of, of in the first instance, 35 participants that we will evaluate safety and the immune responses. Um, and then we would, if, if we show promise for, uh, based on those results, we would go forward to phase two and three trials. So, you know, it's, it's a, a, to develop a vaccine as with all vaccines, um, you know, there's a process that one needs to go through to demonstrate safety, to de- demonstrate strong immune responses, and that includes immune responses to the variants, and then to show that it in reality does protect people against COVID. So, so there's a process that, that we would go through. And, uh, hypothesis is that it will be more it will be effective against variants and potentially future variants as well because it has that very stable uh, nuclear capsid in it um, but we will only be able to say that for certain once we've done the clinical studies and see its effect in in uh, in, the, in a clinical situation I've seen also that uh, you, you have used the word adenovirus especially when it comes to 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 childhood you, you, there's some concerns that are being uh, looked at in terms of uh, how this is developed in, in, when it comes to 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 to, to vaccines in, in, in children. Could, could you just uh, enlighten us on that, please? Yeah. So, so the um, the vector that is used uh, for this vaccine is an adenovirus five vector, and uh, what has been done is that adenovirus five is a a, um, a, 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 vac- a, a virus that usually causes. Uh, 
common colds and, and commonly in children. But what has happened is that the manufacturers has removed many genetic elements from the, that adenovirus. And so it becomes very weakly able to replicate, and it can't cause disease in people. But in, it, this is a, a, a next-generation adenovirus 5 vector in the sense that they've also removed uh, additional proteins to reduce the immune response to the adenovirus. And so uh, it, it, it is not, able to, uh, not um, capable of causing disease in people because it's, it's been, uh, you know, genetic elements have been removed, and it also does not cause an, an, an immune response to the adenovirus uh, in the vaccine, which allows you to give multiple vaccines. And that's been demonstrated in trials with this vector that have been done in the United States already. So there have already been uh, trials done uh, with using this vector as a cancer vaccine, uh, in the United States with 125 participants and also a, a, a trial using it as a COVID vaccine in 20 participants. And uh, just one last question, uh, Professor. How critical is this trial in, in terms of addressing the health and uh, social crisis that we have seen already during the pandemic? Yeah, I, I, I would say that, you know, we are anticipating that the current vaccines are going to have a major impact once we get enough coverage in the population on, on hospitalization and deaths from COVID. But we do need the next generation vaccines, and this is one potential, and I really emphasize that this is potential. We can't, we don't know for certain how well it will work until we put it to the test in clinical trials, but this is one potential candidate that will help us solve the problems of creating a longer lasting immunity to COVID and one that prevents infection uh, from occurring and mild, mild infections and, and asymptomatic infections that lead to transmission and help us really get on top of the, the epidemic. And that's the hope uh, that we have with this, this, this vaccine. Uh, understanding that, that the existing vaccines are going to have a, a major impact, but this will add to, to the impact that they have. Uh, that's uh, Professor Graham Menkis. He's the second chair Department of Medicine at the University of Cape Town. Professor, like always, thank you very much for speaking to us. Thank you very much.